Dude, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate the time, man. Yeah, anytime, bro. I'm totally jealous of you because I was like about the same age, 12, 11, when I looked at my friend and said, dude, let's start a band. But like we didn't even make it through high school, man. You're doing it for real. Yeah, it's crazy, man. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. It's pretty awesome for sure. Amazing that you've been able to to keep it together this long with you and Roman and and are actually doing it though and and putting out music. I mean, every kid dreams of that, but you're you're living that dream. Yeah, man. No, it's awesome to to start at that young of an age, and you know we've never even played a show without each other, Roman and I, at least. And you know now all these years later, you know to have uh, have a sloppy act like this. And, to sell like the kind of numbers we're doing and yeah it's it's amazing man it's awesome killer album instant gratification and a great name because that's that's the world we're living in today it's all about instant gratification 100 percent, man absolutely you know uh we, we actually put a record out you know under a year before then so it's going to be our instant gratification so to speak it definitely has been that but yeah, I'm loving it, loving it, and loving that we're going to get to see all these tunes live coming to SoCal on February the 19th, playing the world-famous Whiskey A Go-Go. We are, man. Yep, we're going to be out with a band called Slaw, and we're coming through, man. It's going to be one hell of a show, for sure. Now, when you tour, when you go on the road, do you do a full full band behind you? Well, we're, we're kind of different, man, in the sense that, you know, we... we what what we do is almost a combination of an EDM show and a rave and a rock fest. There's there's a DJ on stage. We all wear these kind of cool masks for a few songs. You know, we switch out DJing, switch out vocals. There's uh, you know, there's a ten foot LED screen. So it's, it's really a combination of a bunch of new things, and that was kind of the goal, you know, to to make it something cool and. Uh, uh, the fans are loving it all over the country, man. Everywhere we take this, you know, first we didn't know. And, you know, now that this thing has blown up and we've taken this across the country, I mean, the fans are just loving it. So we can't wait to bring it to Southern California, man. It's going to be great. And and Flaw, a great band to tour with. I love them. It, it's funny. To, tell me if you agree with this, man. I always call Chris Voles their singer. He's like the Peter Gabriel of metal. <laughs> You know, what's funny is I've only talked to Chris a few times, but, man, it's going to be good. Those guys have been, you know, them being around for so long and us kind of being new um, and having that, like, younger audience and stuff like that. We're trying to, you know, bridge the gap, I guess, and kind of see what happens when we mix the two worlds together. Looking forward to it, man. Wanted to get your opinion on a couple of things, just as a you know rock and roll fan. And I, I came up with this uh, category of music to, to totally define an era of music. I've come up with the, what I call the Flannel Five. We're talking the leaders of, of the 90s rock yeah. era. We're talking Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Stone Temple Pilots, and, and Soundgarden. I'm curious for you, which one's your numero uno off that list? That's a tough one. My wife would definitely say Pearl Jam. You know, it's funny. I was actually, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of started with the hair metal stuff, believe it. I don't know, man. I'd, I'd probably go, uh, I don't know, Michael Sandberg on that one. Random. <laughs> well, what a loss with Chris Cornell, man, but the guy could sing like nobody's business. Yeah, well, you know, it's another thing, dude, is like, you know, Cornell then Lincoln Park and a lot, lot of crazy stuff, you know, in the last year. You know, unfortunately, shows the darker side of what we're all in here, you know what I mean? And there's not much you can really say about it. It is what it is, I guess. It's gone way too soon in, in Chester, too, man. I imagine, imagine Lincoln Park is a band that had a, a big impact on you. 
Yeah, Lincoln Park. I mean, just just across the board. I'm, I'm sure they've influenced a lot of the newer bands, and at least for us, you know, being younger at that time and them being one of the first bands that introduced us to, I guess, you know, the hip hop aspect of this and the electronic stuff. Uh, they definitely had an impact for sure. Speaking of, of my fun little categories, I got I got one for that too. If we're talking like bringing the hip hop in and the new metal, and yeah. uh, one I came up with the new metal six pack. Let me get your take on this one. <laughs> okay. Limp Biscuit, of course, Linkin Park, Corn, Rage Against the Machine, uh, Slipknot, and Disturbed. Oh man, I, I'm I'm fans of most of those bands. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I would have to probably go with Linkin Park though, if I had to pick out of those. Um, of course, you know, Disturbed and Slipknot and things like that, you know. But uh, I'd probably go with LP on that one, bro. Do you have a favorite song from them or a song that comes to mind? Probably right off the top of my head. I mean, again, you know, we're, we're exposed to all those hits, you know, for so many years. Um, right off the top of my head, I'd probably say Breaking the Habit is one of my favorite Lincoln Park songs. Ah, cool. Yeah, one of yeah. the early ones. Curious for your take on, on how you discovered, man, the definition of heavy metal, Metallica. Yeah, well, for Metallica, you know, I'd gotten into Ozzy, like, really early. Well, then it almost seemed like Metallica was a natural progression. You know, I, I did the Ozzy thing, I got into the Motley Crue thing, and it only seemed fitting, you know, that Metallica was going to come eventually. And once that hit, you know, I went out and bought every album, um, just like I'm sure a lot of us did, you know. And, uh, yeah, man, a huge, huge impact. They have a, a hands down the biggest metal band on the planet, you know. Do you remember that first song that you heard from them? Does it? I know the first song for me was Blackened. My best friend's sister was playing that album in her room, and I just heard it like fade in, and I was like, "What is that?" Right. Well, I think for me, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I didn't get to, uh, you know, I wasn't around like in the, the good old days, I suppose. But I wish I had a better story too. But it was probably Enter Sandman on the radio somewhere, and you know, now it's kind of like, oh, we've all heard that a thousand times, but. You know, when you're young, like if I was, you know, 12, 13 years old and you hear that riff on the radio, it's like, wow, I mean, that's a track that just pulls you in, you know, and obviously stands the test of time because you still hear it all around the country even right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Phenomenal, man. It's amazing. Great band. And a band I fell in love with. And then I I, I hate to admit it, but I I went through that phase when they did load and reload and cut their hair and I got all mad at them and kind (laughs) of fell out of love with them. And and now I've fallen back in love with them. So that's kind of why I'm asking everybody's kind of uh, Metallica moment discovering that. Yeah. And, you know, I I thought their last, the latest album I got was was pretty good. And I went out and bought it. I haven't bought a CD in a while. And, you know, I guess for fans that love the, you know, thrashier side and old school stuff, I mean, at least I heard a lot of people dug it. You know, what do you think about it? I loved it. I mean, it's it's it, it's never going to be what it was, but I think in, it's the closest it's going to get. And there's plenty of jams. I mean, the title track alone was sure. hardwired. Like, oh, yeah, like I was in Hook, Line, and Sinker. Even the last track on the album, Spit Out the Bone, that's another banger. Yeah. Like, Yep. So they, they've, I've kind of re-fallen in love with them again, man, especially to seeing them at the Coliseum at the big summer stadium tour and them just killing oh, yeah. it. Killing it. Yeah, hey, for sure, man. That's, one, that's amazing. One other thing to get your opinion on, and, and one thing that I always bitch about on the radio, I really miss movies and, and music coming together and soundtracks when you would have that good marriage of, of movies and music. Like speaking of Linkin Park, when they had that song, What I've Done in the Transformers movie, right, I kind of right, feel like right. that was kind of like the last one to do that. But curious if you have a, a favorite soundtrack from back in the day you used to jam. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I always loved the movie Rockstar. 
Uh-huh. Um, you know, when I was a kid, me and my friends used to watch it, you know, like every day, you know, probably a couple times a day. Like, and I guess that got me into like, you know, like the Ted Nugent stranglehold stuff and, you know, some of that old stuff. on so many soundtracks, I guess, over the years. You know, the Crow soundtrack was awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, One of my yeah, favorites. There's, there's a lot of, you know, it just, it just brings me back, I guess, to that, that time, you know, which, again, was like the early 2000s and stuff like that. But I guess for me, because I never got to live in those areas that I always grew up loving, that was kind of what I always listened to, you know. Great rapping with you, and, and uh, we'll keep in touch, Kyle. Thanks for the time. I appreciate you too, it. Man. Thank you. Later. Yep, take it easy.